All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakening Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And Dr. Lara May is back with us um, today, and we're going to be talking about why wait to address the weight. <laughs> I love that. So um, part of what we're going to talk about and what we're going to experience on today's call is we're going to learn about the hormonal controls of your weight set point. We're going to you know, talk about uncovering if your energetic storage is a mirror for your weight gain. Mm -hmm. How does your resistance to change and new habits contribute to staying stuck where you are? Learn how to release emotions, traumas, experiences contributing to your weight loss resistance with your higher self and spirit guide team. And the connection between our mind and our body can both help us and hinder us on our weight loss journey. We're going to talk about that. And how do energy stagnicities, emotional storage and trauma storage affect our health and well-being or keep us from getting better. We're going to talk about what the light body healing method is, and we're going to experience a live multidimensional energy clearing and attunement. We're also going to be taking live caller questions. So yay. So you can raise your hand or you can um, type your question in the chat. And for those of you who don't know Dr. Lara, she was on our show last season for sure, but many times. Um, she is a functional medicine clinical specialist a master intuitive healer and channel and international teacher and speaker on a mission to empower you to take an active role in your healing journey to achieve holistic health, mastery of the mind, body, and spirit. Awesome. So we're so excited that you're here, Dr. Lara. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be back. And I love this topic. Why, why wait to address the weight? Because some, some of us have a little bit of weight that we've been carrying and holding on to. Yes, and I've, the reason I framed the, the title or the topic as I did, because I think a lot of us avoid, we say that we want to lose weight or, you know, heal different aspects of our body. It doesn't just have to be about weight, but, you know, but then there's this aspect of avoidance. There's the things that we don't want to look at, the things that we don't want to face, the things that we'd rather not really change, you know, the, the guidance that we've been receiving um, you know, our angels and guides, or even maybe in the form of our healthcare practitioners telling us these are the things that will, you know, help you along or the things that you need to change and we resist. Yeah. And so why, why is that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. We talked a little bit about that yesterday, but you know, so many of us say that we want healing, we want to change, but stuff stays the same. Right. And it's because we are, you know, we like the status quo, let's be honest, right? Some of the stuff we, we really like and we don't want to change it. But the thing is, in order to have, you know, the life that we want, we have to look at, yes, there are some things we have to change. And are you, are you willing? Are you willing to change it, right? Yes, yes. It's all about a willingness to see it differently, to look at it differently, even look at our own bodies and our health differently. I think a lot of us also come to it from this perspective of, oh, we're broken or there's something wrong with me or, or, you know, healing means that I have to fix something. And I don't necessarily think that's the case. And I think that can be a wonderful and liberating thought is maybe there's nothing actually wrong with me, but these changes that I will embrace will be fun and easy and I'll feel better. And it could be so much more flowing and and pleasant to be mm -hmm. in this body <laughs> yeah. if i if i just accept you know being allowing ourselves to to accept and receive i think that's a big aspect of it also 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I mentioned that yesterday as well. And that's the thing. It's like we have to accept that. No, we're not broken. No, there's nothing wrong with us. But we just want something to shift, something to change. It's not about fixing something. It's about choosing something different, something that you know lights us up, makes us feel good, that empowers us, etc. Right? Yes, absolutely. Yes, and I think another big piece of it is recognizing that where what brought us to where we are today was not an isolated incident. And so the solution is not going to be singular. It's not going to be one thing. It's not going to be one pill that's gonna magically fix us as mm-hmm. Western medicine or the diet industry would like us to believe, but it's complicated because we're complicated beings and that's yeah. okay too. And to um, not let that overwhelm us and to discourage us and, and to you know sort of go into shutdown mode of, oh my God, it's too much. I can't handle it. I'm just going to, you know, stick my head back in the sand and, and be fine. <laughs> and, and sometimes it takes some, it takes some time and some adjustments and some fine tuning before we find the right mix of things that we need to do. Yes. Yeah. One of the things that I like to really reinforce with my clients is that energy of experimentation, of investigation, of it's okay if you try something and it doesn't work. Uh, you know, especially in functional medicine, you can spend a lot of money in testing. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, can be helpful. But there's also the journey of trying new things and saying, hey, that didn't work for me, or I don't feel better, or I didn't lose weight doing this. And that's okay. And now being willing to try the next, try, you know, something else. Because and this is what I've learned and why I structure my practice the way I do is that functional medicine is great. Integrative medicine is great. Food is medicine and Mm -hmm. supplements are super helpful. And even lab testing can be very enlightening and eye-opening and helpful. But the thing that really is going to be that, um, that rocket ship that propels us to the next level is the link between our mind, body, emotions, and energetics, and really starting to investigate and, and bring those connections back together. Um, I, you know, I think there's been a huge amount of conditioning in our culture about separating all those things and seeing them as discrete aspects, but it's all connected. And especially when it comes to weight, there's not enough knowledge and emphasis given to our hormones. Mm -hmm. and the balance of them or the imbalance of them and investigating that and figuring out where we are and you know and then saying okay well this is out of whack we can bring it back into balance and then see how our body changes and but also with that asking what happened or when did my maybe when did my weight set point change what was going on in my life then how old was I you know was did I pick something up from work, family, a, you know, a traumatic situation, and maybe I didn't address it. And from that point on, I just started to put on the weight and I couldn't get it to go away. You know, so also like starting to be willing to investigate the, all the, I guess, like the, um, the tendrils of the spider web, so to speak, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and and the thing is, I mean, a lot of times, you know, we get um, tired and fed up of trying one thing after the other and nothing working. So then we become a little 
frustrated, jaded, you know, like we, you know, it, it happens to the best of us for sure. But the thing is, it's like when we do find the 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 cocktail that works for us, you know, then you know things things are much better. But how do you get to that point where you know like you're okay with trying out different things, trying a different cocktail of, of stuff, you know? And and here I'm talking about cocktail like meaning food, supplements, energy medicine, you know, all of that stuff, right? So it, it all works together. It's not just uh, one thing. Yeah, I think it's like building a house. You have to start with a good foundation. You know, it, it doesn't it doesn't just you know. I mean, there are prefab houses for sure, but like in general, life doesn't just show up. You know, all together and pretty and decorated and painted and all that stuff. So yeah, you know, it's it's be gentle with yourself start with one aspect so um i like to say you know let's what do we have the most control over is what we put in our body and what we expose ourselves to in terms of our environment and and toxins or you know um, a healthy environment as possible so those are the things start with what you definitely you know you have control over and just ask yourself like what feels good when I eat it, you know, we don't have to do a test to prove that you're gluten intolerant. If you eat carbs or bread or whatever it is, and your face breaks out, or you get bloated, you have gas, like those are symptoms of an intolerance. And that means that it doesn't necessarily have to be forever. But at this moment, that is causing your body inflammation. And so we start with where you are. And that's okay too. So again, I think mainly asking the question, what will health and healing look like for me? When I've achieved it, what will it look like? So we need to start with a clear picture of really what is our outcome? What is our happy end result? Mm -hmm. And give yourself the time and the space to reflect on that and create that for you. Like, will it be a certain number on the scale? Will it be a certain size of clothes? Will it be maybe just a feeling, oh, I'll have more energy, I'll feel rested every day, you know, you know, all of those things, because all of those factor into how your body either, you know, sheds weight or holds on to it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I just want to ask a, a really quick question for everybody who's listening right now. How is the sound? Because I'm hearing some stuff, but I, I don't know if it's me, you know, or it's just my my microphone, you know, speaker, blah, blah, blah. Or are you all, sound is good. Okay, so you, okay, so it's just me then. I'm just hearing this, you know, constant buzzing sound in, 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 my, in my ears. Okay, it's like just making sure. As long as it all sounds good to you guys, that's all that matters. I'll survive, I'll make it through. <laughs> um, so, uh, I was going to say again, so we will be taking live caller questions, so you can ask your questions of Dr. Lara, you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat. But, you know, uh, but before we do that, I mean, there's so much to know about weight, about what can affect our weight, uh, hormones, etc. Right. So let's let's talk. Let's let's. And of course, energetic storage, which, you know, we know that we know that if we're holding on to a lot of stuff you know, we're gonna, it's gonna be in our fat cells, you know, it's like, you know, we're holding on to stuff because it's like, we don't want to let it go. Or sometimes when we're going through a difficult time, you know, we hold on to extra weight as a form of protection, right? 
Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so those those things happen too. You know, so it's not always um, bad. <laughs> but no. go ahead. Yeah, and a lot of our patterns too. I think we've we've built these patterns and we've repeated certain patterns because we learned early on that oh, if I behave in this way, then I get love from my parents. You know, like as a child, and or if I repeat this behavior, then I get acceptance, uh, love, whatever it is. I get friends. I get, you know, some sort of reward, or mm-hmm. maybe it's, pro- maybe it's protection. Um, you know, if I don't face something or if I avoid something, then I remain protected. And so all of these are valid, but it's important to be able to ask your guides, your angels, your higher self to come in and help you really deeply understand and bring in awareness. And so that's something else that I, I think is super important is start with what is what will your result look like for you? What will it feel like? You know, start there so you know where you're going. You know, we have to start with a clear picture. And then along the way, like when you're triggered, you know, we say, okay, well, what is it about this that's triggering me? Is it an emotion or am I, you know, avoiding or am I overeating or maybe I am, you know, like searching for a substance to uh, help me feel better, Mm -hmm. whatever it is and ask, okay, well, you know, tune in, connect to your guides and ask, when was the first age, when was the first time that I can recall feeling this before now? And start of like energetically take yourself back to the root. And because it's when we really excavate and pull out those roots and clear them that we could start to shed the weight both energetically and physically. Interesting. And I was just, you know, thinking as you were talking about, you know, um, cause I, I'm, I miss, I have a sweet tooth, right? So I am, I have a lot of sweets in the house, but I was just thinking, it's like, why do I eat so many sweets? And that's because part of the reason is like when I go visit my mother, she always gives me sweets, right? It's, and it's, so it's that feeling of safety, security, home, you know? And, um, you know, so it's like it's my sweet, uh, my, I've eaten more sweets in the past two years than I think ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a pattern. So you grew up with, you know, that person in your life showed their love by giving you sugar. Yeah. And so when we want to, you know, feel supported, love, protected, secure, then, you know, that's just your default to reach for that. But also, you know, it's a powerful question of, well, how else can I provide that love, support and protection for myself? Mm-hmm. You know, like that, that was her way of showing, but then it begs the question and, you know, and this is what all this is all about, like self-excavation and just non-judgment, acceptance mm-hmm. and love, and just, you know, seeing it for what it is. Is this a pattern that I want to continue for myself or is this an awareness that I have and now I can make a different choice of, mm-hmm. for me, you know, like, oh, I can choose to have some water, some fruit or, you know, like there's different ways to get healthy sugar instead of, you know, the sweets that, that trigger that brain and the liver to crave more because there's, you know, once we start to get in the habit of eating whole nutritious foods, then our body recognizes the difference. 
and and it, you will have fewer cravings when your body gets resensitized to the real to the real food. And again, this is just part of how our culture has evolved with the food supply is there's so much artificial crap. And we didn't realize until just recently that it's actually creating this feedback mechanism of creating cravings and which is, you know, just again, leading us down the path of, of this pattern that we don't, you know, we want to stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most of us, you know, I do. That that's okay too, but you know. <laughs> so the reason why I was sharing that little story or that little tidbit is that I want all of you to really think about this for a minute. Look at some of your patterns and where did they start or, you know, can you recognize them? Like I recognize like, yeah, my mom always, you know, gave me lots of sweets especially when I go to visit her and that's part of her way of showing how much she cares about me and loves me I get it but you know it's like yeah it's not always healthy right so can you think about that for yourself what have you been doing what are your patterns that you can trace back to somebody or something or some time to give you a little bit more awareness and clarity yeah and I you know what I'll even add on to that just to illustrate some of the um, ancestral and generational um, conditioning that we absorb too that we might not be aware of uh, like my grandmother was raised during the depression and so there was a lot around food you know it was you know like always clean your plate never waste anything all of these things you know if, if someone puts something down in front of you you eat it even if you don't like it or want it or you're not even hungry and so I mean I know I'm not the only one out there that has yeah experience some of these mantras that are so deeply ingrained and that can create other things going on in our head while we're eating like oh if I don't eat this then you know then we start to tell ourselves things about ourselves that aren't true and so now is this time with the self-reflection to say okay you know I love my grandmother I know that she was coming from a good place but this isn't true for me anymore this is not part of you know, of my reality now, like I, I am, you know, well nourished, I have resources, you know, whatever it is that we want to tell ourselves to, to create those new stories and new mantras that are true and feel true and resonate mm -hmm. really with who we are and who we want to be and being yeah. able to willingly release, you know, that those, you know, because some of them are energetic cords. Um, and you know, if you want to dig really deep, some of it can be even traced back to past lives, um, for sure. So it, you can go as deep and as far back as you want, but, um, you don't necessarily have to, especially if you come to it with a willingness and a readiness to, to release and clear and transmute and cut those cords. Yeah. Well, there's, there's so much, I mean, I, as I'm thinking about this, there's so much involved with the food that we eat, you know, it's like. We don't even think about it. You know, it's like, yeah, I got to go to the grocery store. I got to make food. I got to eat this. I got to eat that. I mean, I'm guilty. I mean, there's no question. Food is not my, not food is not my friend, but food has never been a priority for mm -hmm. me. You know, it's like, I don't care. I just put something in my mouth so that I can live. I, I don't really care what it is, but that's not the right attitude, but that's the way I was brought up. Right. So my parents never thought about the quality of the food or what are we eating exactly and what is good what it's like this is all we have this is what we're going to eat right 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 
Yeah. I mean, and, you know, for myself too, I grew up in a rural area of East Tennessee. And so in one respect, lucky because I was surrounded by farms. And Mm -hmm. so there was always fresh produce. But then there was this period, you know, within the, the 80s and 90s of both parents are working and and cooking is not convenient. And I think yeah. a lot of us went through this. So we just grab for the fastest thing. What's convenient? What's yeah. easy? I don't want to spend time cooking or this takes too much time or, you know, maybe you're so tired. You literally don't have the mental capacity at the end of your day to cook yourself dinner, which I totally get. Mm-hmm. But, but again, like stepping back and, and being able to reframe and say, okay, if making this meal is loving to myself, making this meal is loving to my body, or, you know, maybe it's all about timing. And we start to talk about, okay, well, you're busy for the week. So let's do one big cook, like on a Sunday or Monday is the beginning of your week. That's going to feed you for several days. And that way the food is healthy and it's already prepared. You literally just have to heat it up and you're going to feel better about it because you know, it's nourishing healthy food that you've chosen when you were in a good space. So that's the other thing is setting yourself up for success with just little things like that can be huge, huge life changers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I know Caroline has a question. Caroline, you want to unmute yourself? Oh, there I am. I am unmuted now. Hi, long time no see. Hi, Laura. Actually, I was just going to type it. So I'm 58. I'm menopausal. I've been menopausal for eight years. I uh, gained a lot of weight after um, a sexual offense in my 30s. And then the loss of my horse in 2017 have changed a bunch of stuff, though, like giving up pop, giving up coffee, giving up some. I eat very, very clean and um, really well. So I'm at this space in my life and I've tried everything out there for menopause, progesterone and everything. Um, so I'm at the space where I, I, there's 60 pounds to lose. So what I'm thinking is I'm going to do a juice cleanse for 60 to 90 days. And that seems to be the only thing that might work for me right now, because I, I don't take in a lot of calories during the day. I, I've also done intermittent fasting. So everything that you, that might come up, I don't know. So what would you suggest? I would suggest keep eating clean, doing the things that feel good. So does, when you talk about the juice, juice cleanse, does that feel like to you within your body, like tune in and just, you know, and ask your higher self, like, is this something that will help me in my healing journey? It definitely, I've meditated on it and it definitely comes up as, as something good for me like it's good for the cells it cleans up the cells and like physically it's something really good i just don't want to lose 60 pounds and go back to eating what even as good as i eat now and then put weight back on right so okay so good so that's step one is we got a yes intuitively for the juice cleanse so now my next question is have you had your hormone levels checked recently not recently, but in the past few years, several times, yes. Okay, and you've even had like a DHEA level check? Um, I'm not sure of the actual names. I'd have to look at the results to see. Yeah, yeah I was definitely low on estrogen. And um, I even asked my doctor, though, for progesterone, because uh, Christine uh, um, Northrup, 
Uh, I have the, the Wisdom of Menopause DVD and, and have done everything she suggests. And uh, so even, even taking the calories that she says to take and no loss whatsoever. So there's, um, I will let you, I'll give you just a, a name of a test that you can investigate and again, tune in and see if this aligns with, with your energetic and your guides. Um, it's called the Dutch test and it's a urine collection and this it, it evaluates your sex hormones so the estrogen progesterone testosterone but it also looks at your cortisol and your DHEA and so the DHEA is really the precursor to everything else and so if we're low on DHEA then we don't even have the tools for for the rest of our for our body to make everything else that we need and for it to be in balance on top of that so it's a really good test to give us an idea of where you are right now and then it will show you okay well if you don't have this foundation here then it's almost you know it's, it's kind of unreasonable to ask our bodies to be balanced when we're not when it doesn't have you know like we talked about the foundation of the house yeah. so that could be a really important tool um, there's also, and, and that DHEA supplement is over-the-counter and available, and in general... When you say it's available, it's available in Canada, right? Because I'm in Canada. It's on Amazon. Oh, okay. So, are you able to buy supplements on Amazon? Of course, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, um, and there's different brands, and um, I can um, provide, like, a list of the good brands that I like, so you know you're getting a good quality, um, because... All of us, male and female, start to lose DHEA production in our 30s, right about that time where women even become pre-menopausal, and we're usually pre-menopausal before we actually hit menopause, for anywhere from like five to 10 years, depending on our bodies. And, and we don't really even know it yet, but there's things shifting and happening. And so- I had a partial hysterectomy as well, 32, so. It kicked in right away, menopause, hot flashes and yeah. Yes, yes. And so, and that's because, you know, all of those symptoms is because our body, again, it's, it's used to making those tools for us. And then it's just, you know, the organs are removed. And so it's like, ah, what happened? <laughs> so, um, and, and in light of that partial hysterectomy, if you have a practitioner that provides bioidenticals, if is there one in, in your area that you know could do this? Sure there, yeah, there, there is. Yes, yes, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I did see one of those, those doctors and I was followed by them for about a year and spent a lot of money and nothing changed. So my, my big thing with this is that I think, and I'm, and I'm hearing from your guides and angels, that you really need to look at the cortisol. So because the cortisol is the stress hormone, right? And when we're stressed, cortisol also influences our insulin levels and when our insulin levels are elevated then our body literally will hold on to fat and it will not let it go I take a supplement daily that is called adrenal and cortisol okay yeah. you take cortisol okay so if you decide to do the dutch test you want to um lay off of that for at least a week i would okay okay without knowing exactly what that supplement just by the name of it because with this test, we want to see where your body is and what your body is doing for itself. And so you want to, you know, give yourself a pause of all supplements for a week. 
most likely before you do it. And quercetin and all that. Say again. Even quercetin. Uh, quercetin, you could continue, but um, depending on there's several different types of Dutch tests specifically, and one of them will even give you a breakdown of your melatonin metabolites. And so if you take anything that's um, like an SSRI antidepressant or, um, or any melatonin or anything that actually is involved in that serotonin to melatonin pathway, it can alter the information that you get from the test. Okay. Yeah, it's great information for everyone out there. Yeah. And I'm a huge fan of that to help us sleep, especially because this is the other thing. If we're having trouble sleeping and we're having to supplement to help sleep, then that's also telling us that something is off in that pathway because the whole pathway is connected. And one of the things I love about this test is when you get your results, it shows you the pathway. And at first it can be super overwhelming and look way complicated. But if you just give yourself some time to like sort of like not take in all the information at once, but look at each little step, then you, it's a lot of ahas like, oh, this is connected to that and that's connected to this. And, and even just one little uh, kink in the chain can throw everything off downstream. And so, you know, it's, um, the test is around 300 US dollars and you can get more and more information and pay more and more money. And I think the top end of it is like 500 if you wanted. Um, so there's different options out there. Um, and that's why I want, I am encouraging you to research it and just feels right what's for you. What information do you want from the test? You know, I don't want to tell you, you have to, you know, have anything specific that doesn't resonate with you. But just know that this information is out there and it is available and it can be um, really empowering and enlightening and be like, oh, I was missing this aspect this whole time. Um, you know, have you, I would also ask if you've had your thyroid checked lately. About, uh, I would say about four years ago. Yeah. Okay. So it's probably a good idea to have that rechecked because the thyroid is also involved in mm -hmm. this whole, we call it the HPA axis. So it's the thyroid, the adrenals, and the sex hormones. They're all connected. And even if one little thing, it's like a three-legged stool. If one thing's out of whack, then the stool falls. And so it could be, and I know this happens a lot, is one thing will be out of whack. So let's say, like you said, you were low in estrogen. Maybe your body's been low in estrogen for so long that all the other legs of the stool have been trying to support your system that they're slowly but surely, you know, falling apart. So that's really the only two yeah. things left in my life is like hot flashes and, and and not sleeping because of the hot flashes. That's pretty much in the, the weight, but uh, it's the only thing that's left to resolve. <laughs> so yes, that's yeah, and so energetically, I would also say to um, to really start to focus on feeling supported and feeling safe because we we hold we surround ourselves with weight, whether it's clothes or you know like physical weight because we are we want to feel protected and we want to feel safe and you mentioned this trauma that you went through and even you know maybe today you're like oh, I'm fine but there's something there that that you're energetically holding on to and you know and I will warn you that it's going to be multifactorial it's not going to just be the one thing that happened 
the one, the big trauma, there's going to be, you know, some, the, some little T traumas, you know, around it as well. But if you can find a practitioner to also work with you and create a safe space and help you, you know, clear those and evaluate them, then you'll also feel that both the energetic weight lift and the physical weight also um, start to be released. I agree. Beautiful. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Awesome. Thank you, Caroline. That was a lot of information that will be helpful for a lot of people, I'm sure, right? Because there's, um, you know, I, I think a lot of us have been going through menopause. I, luckily, I don't think I was, have been experiencing as drastic symptoms as Caroline. Thank God. <laughs> but maybe the weight part be, might be one of them, but not the hot flashes or not sleeping. Thank God. But um, yeah, so that's uh, is helpful to look at for all of us. Some of those things that you mentioned. I mean, there's, and I'm just gonna say we are not, you know, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Lara is a doctor, but I don't think she's like a medical doctor per se. You know, so we're no, not prescribing yeah. anything. You know, so no. just take this as information. You know, and go with that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and see how it resonates with you. You know, but but it it does come down to, of course when we are holding on to stuff that we have tried letting go of so often, like physically tried letting go and we're still holding on, you know, in our body, it's usually, an, it's always an energetic thing. Everything always starts at the energy level. It starts with your emotions. And we've all experienced a lot of um, emotional experiences, challenges, et cetera, in the past few years, for sure. So some of you may have maybe, you know, holding on to more weight in the past few years because of the whole COVID thing, not being able to see family, friends, et cetera, you know, people passing on, you know, like there's been a lot, right? So know that sometimes even, even that can trigger um, weight gain as well, right? Holding on to that weight. Right. And I think it's especially important to bring up right now with everything that we've been through with COVID over the past two years, a lot of us might even be confused as to, you know, like, oh, well, I was fine before this. And now what's going on? Maybe you're anxious or not sleeping or, you know, um, maybe there's been some food habits that have been triggered, whatever it is. And I think it's important to realize that there could be something that you have um, sort of shoved here, like in the back. <laughs> mm -hmm. A lot of us do this, and that's why I'm hearing to bring this up right now. And you sort of just put it back there, and you sort of moved on in your life. But now it's it's been triggered. It's coming back up. It's yeah. and and you might not be able to put your finger on it, but. Um, uh, one of the exercise that I'm going to take us through later, uh, we're going to um, clear, hopefully clear some of that out in the most gentle way possible, because that's the other thing I would definitely want to say, too, is I do not think that you need to relive trauma at mm -hmm. all in order to heal it and clear it. I agree. So, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Totally. You don't have to relive it. But no. sometimes just having, uh, you know, doing the healing work and all that stuff can bring up little, you know, residue, but you're not reliving anything. Um, yeah, for sure. All right. So I'm just trying to, um, so how can we um, release some of those emotions, some of those traumas, you know, some of them that are in physically in ourselves, right? That's the exercise we're going to do later, right? 
Yes. Yes. So, you know me, I, I love to work with the light and our angels and our guides. And so um, I have a little practice that I do and, um, and I can just even like give us like a brief outline of it right now, you know, like connect to the light and I'll take us through that. And, you know, so we're, we know we're connected with source and our angels and our higher self. And then from there, that's when we start to ask the questions. And we, um, I like to have a journal because I get to write down my intentions, but then I've noticed that the more I, I ask questions and I clear, then there's other stuff that comes up. And so one of my practices lately have been to like clear negative emotions that I'm feeling and then fill in with positive ones. Mm-hmm. And I am, for Christmas, I got, it's called the, the dictionary of emotions and it's, it's exactly what it says it is, but it's a really cool book. And I like to flip through and energetically like pick positive emotions to fill in with. And there were lately the word giving has been coming up a lot, which sounds like a great word, has great energy, but I had resistance to that word. I'm like, what is this? Like, why do I, I even like feel like I know I'm supposed to be downloading and integrating this wonderful energy of giving but it didn't, there was something there. And so like, even, you know, like investigating that more and, you know, like for me, what came up was this, um, this cultural conditioning that I picked up from a, as a little kid from the church of like, Oh, you know, like tithing with the church, like, Oh, you're supposed to give this much or, and, you know, or like, like different, um, stories around poverty and poverty consciousness. So it was just really interesting that, that these are the things that you can uncover and re-remember, but that will help you again, like release and let go and say, Oh, well, that's not true for me anymore. And then, you know, bringing in the light and, and really using that intention with light in your body and allowing it to be cleared and transmuted. So mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of an abbreviated. <laughs> yeah, We're going to do that in a little bit, but um, I, I still, I still, I don't know if I missed it. But I, I want to talk about the hormonal set point um, regarding our weight. So yeah, the, we haven't really talked about that yet. Yeah. Okay. Good. So because yeah. like I don't. I mean, I I recently had a lot of blood work done, and they and uh, you know everything was within normal. Everything was fine. Hunky dory. Great. But not that I know what anything means. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. They just said everything's good, and you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually the way it goes. <laughs> Um, uh, so I, I will say this, uh, I'll use, I use myself as an example. Um, I am five foot three and I weigh, um, anywhere between, depending on, you know, where I am in life, anywhere between 150 to 160 pounds. So based on BMI, I am anywhere to at the top of like the healthy range, even into the overweight range, overweight range for my height and weight. This is the Western medicine model of BMI. However, I've been an athlete my entire life. So my muscle mass is very dense. And I, you know, if I get down to like 135, which I've only been that small once in my life, uh, you know, people were asking me if I was eating enough. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there's there's a difference between what the medical establishment will tell you is a healthy weight versus what is natural for your body. And it's 
taken even me a long time to come to terms with this. I can't tell you how many years I tried to get back to that 135 mark. And it was in my head that, oh, I'm not healthy unless I'm at this one number. And it's just not true. And so it really comes into, and that's why when we started this conversation, we talked about what does your happy end result look like? What does it feel like? So, you know, if it is this number that some, you know, healthcare establishment has given you because it's within their range, then maybe that needs to be reevaluated. And because maybe it's just not attainable, like there is, you know, it would not be healthy for me to be down that low again with, you know, my lifestyle and my health now. And I know that and I'm okay with it. (laughs) And so that's the other thing is there's a difference between, between being overweight and unhealthy and being that's why I call it that healthy set point because mm-hmm. there is a natural place where our body is in balance our hormones are balanced our electrolytes are balanced our blood sugar is exactly where it should be our you know everything is within what we call in science homeostasis mm-hmm. it's flowing and you'll know that when you because you, you'll feel it you'll feel good you'll feel rested you'll sleep well you won't have crazy irrational cravings, <laughs> which I know as females, like any, I don't care, you know, if you're postmenopausal or, you know, a cycling team, like it's just part of being female. Like our hormones do this all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but part of that also is learning that where you are in your cycle and saying, and so when that craving comes up or maybe you're all of a sudden like, maybe a little short-tempered or irrationally angry, like, wait, this is just where I am. This is fleeting. I don't need to react with food or alcohol or or anything. Or, you know, um, um, I was on a call earlier today and the person was like, uh, it was a good reminder that like sometimes we use our devices even as that little dopamine hit to make us feel better. Mm -hmm. And so um, learning to really go with the flow and learn about the cycles of our body and and the previous um caller that asked the question and she brought up christian northrup fantastic resource for learning about the female cycles and different stages in life and really getting to know ourselves and tuning in to our bodies and figuring out what is it so if i'm doing everything else right like the previous person you know like she said i'm eating clean you know, I, I practice intermittent fasting, you know, all of these things. However, I have this, this thing that I just can't let go of or it just won't go away. Okay, then that is our, our instigator to say, okay, well, then now it's time to dig deeper. It's time to get more than just, you know, the, the I'll call it this, I don't mean superficial, like in a shallow way, but like the yeah. surface. of the physical and really get dig into the energetic and we can even ask our guides and angels you know what is my uh, what is my set point and we can ask that we can intuitively ask that number if that's what is going to make a difference for us or what is the set point is the set point the weight or something else it's it's not a clear and concise answer, unfortunately. So it is, so it's, it's everything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it is your, you know, your hormone balance. So it's your thyroid levels. 
it's your, you know, sex hormone levels, it's your adrenal levels, it's your blood glucose, it's your blood pressure, it's all of that. And when it's all in harmony, that's your set point. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that's not easy to find out like that. But so we can ask that of our higher self and guides and they'll tell us what. Let's do that right now, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's okay. So let's uh let's just connect to the light in case anyone um came on the call or not absolutely 100% connected let's bring our energy up 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 300 feet above us and feel that connection with the great central sun and source energy above us feel their presence and we call in our higher selves our angels our guides of the highest truth and guidance and love and just feel their light and their presence come in and surround us from all directions Feel the light come in and light up all the dark and shadowy places in our bodies, in our energetic fields. And bring all that light and love down through your body. Feel every cell of your being light up. Awaken with light and love and awareness and bring that light all the way through your body, through your thyroid, into all the glands of your body, down through your abdomen, pelvis, legs, and out through your feet into the center of the earth. And send a huge column of light out through your feet into the center of the earth, connecting with the center of Mother Earth. we ask for a balancing of all of our energetic systems. We ask for a clearing and awakening. We ask for alignment. And feel that instant alignment. Feel that clicking in with the source, with Mother Earth, with your angels, with your higher self. Now bring in the light from above and below into your heart space. And as you inhale, bring in more light. And as you exhale, send the light out into your body, into your auric space, all the way out to your light body field. Inhale, bring in another big wave of light. And as you exhale, expand that light out bigger than the town that you're in. Inhale, bring in more and more light. And exhale your energy out bigger than the state or province that you're in. Inhale, bring in more and more light and exhale bigger than the hemisphere that you're in. Inhale, bring in more and more light and exhale bigger than the world. Feel your energy surround the entire planet. Big, expanded, 
filled up with light, love, alignment, awareness. And now let's just ask higher self, guides, angels, what does my set point look like? What does my physical body, happy and healthiest self look like when I have reached that beautiful set point? What does it feel like? What will be different in my life? How will I show up for myself and my life when I have reached this point of homeostasis? Of health by the definition of my highest and greatest good. What will I no longer need in order to feel good? Maybe I won't need the carbs. Maybe I won't need the sweets. Maybe I won't need the coffee. Just allow any and all downloads and guidance to come through imagery. I'm seeing a cornucopia of fruits and vegetables. And I am also like feeling a collective excitement for the nourishment that comes from real whole food. And I'm also feeling and hearing the words satiation and satisfaction. What will it be like when I feel satiated, when I feel full, when I feel fulfilled, when I feel content? Since we're here in this energetic space, if there's anywhere that you're feeling called to, if you're feeling a stagnancy or a stuckness or a place where there is um, a shadow or a pain or um, sometimes we call them our trouble areas, just bring in the light and the awareness to that area. And let's ask, what does this area need most to heal, to be cleared, 
to be completely transformed into perfect balance and homeostasis. I'm hearing that for a lot of us, that is actually just love and awareness and attention. That usually our trouble areas become a vicious cycle of accumulation. And at the same time, we ignore or we turn our back on that area. We don't want to look at it. We don't want to face it. We just want it to change or go away. But what our body needs and what our spirit needs is attention, investigation, awareness, love, forgiveness, acknowledgement, a big energetic hug of I love you, I love you, I love you. I'm hearing you are a part of me and I love you. What would it take for us to get to a space where we can start to re-remember what it's like to truly love our bodies, love these vessels, Love it with massages. Love it with warm salt baths. Love it with essential oils. Love it with movement that feels good. Walks and nature. Love it with breath work. Just breathing deeply and more regularly can be extremely detoxifying. So what would it take now for all of us to get a big download of all the tools that we need to come to front of mind so that we know exactly what we need to implement for our next steps towards our healing journey? Just take a couple more deep, cleansing, healing breaths of gratitude, of thanks, of love and appreciation. Thank you, body. Thank you for this vessel. Thank you for this awareness. Thank you, guides and angels, for guiding us along this journey of this life that we've chosen. We ask that these awarenesses and downloads continue to come to us in the most perfect and divine timing where we can hear them, see them, absorb them, receive them, and take exact, guided, perfect, 
holy action for our highest and greatest good at the exact pace that is perfect and right for us. When you're ready, start to come back into your body and into the room that you're in. And take some time to jot down any notes or any awarenesses. Wow, that was great. Thank you. And <laughs> I mean, I definitely saw and felt what what it would be like when I'm at my set point and it's um you know, more vitality, more flexibility, just more ease, more mm -hmm. clarity, you know, like sometimes if I feel like my head my head is um foggy, you know, kind of thing and so like more clarity and just feeling so much better and stronger. Uh, it's just like really good, feeling really good. You know? But one of the things that kept coming up was like, well, I don't want to give up something that is, that makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's the sugar talking. <laughs> well, and I think that's important to say that you don't have to give it up forever because this isn't about deprivation at all. Because, I mean, again, as souls, we came here to experience contrast, but to experience so many good things, too. There's so many fantastic things on this planet. And, you know, new inventions and, you know, oh, my gosh, a new way to enjoy chocolate, I'm sure, is coming. <laughs> in case we don't have enough. <laughs> so, yeah, I just want to ask all of you, what did, what did you experience? What awareness did you get? And what was your set point? What did that look like? What did that feel like for you? So let us know in the chat or you can uh, raise your hand and let us know because, you know, I'm curious because it's like it's going to be it's not going to be the same for everybody. It's going to be different, you know? Right. And um, while the comments are coming in, I just want to say, too, that that, you know, it's about having that healthy balance you know, having the healthy relationship with the sweets or whatever that thing is that you do enjoy that you don't want to give up, that's totally fine. But finding a way to incorporate the balance within your yeah. life so you can still have it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tanya says, I felt peaceful. Yeah. And that's something that we are all looking for right now is more peace, right? Peace in the body, mind, soul, emotion, spirit. We want, that's what we, we all want to feel and experience is more peace. For sure. Anybody else want to share what you experienced during that? Um, I was going to say spontaneous <laughs> uh, process because that wasn't what we were planning to do at that moment. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, let's find out what that looks like. But, you know what that is? What does that mean exactly? Right? Because I was curious. Because it's like, you know, so I was like, yeah, it, it was, um, it was, it was interesting to feel it, you know, for myself. So I, I really appreciate you taking us through that. Yeah. Anything else? And anybody else? Slowly but surely. Um, 
you can keep writing in the chat while we, um, I, I want to take a moment, Dr. Lara, and also talk about um, the packages, because this is, this is, it's a, it's, it's really interesting how in these packages, it's like you get three personal sessions with you. Yeah. Three yeah. personal sessions with Dr. Lara, including um, other stuff as well. But I was like, wow, that's uh, three 30 minute personal sessions with you. And I'm just going to share the, I'm going to share the link in the chat. I'm also going to share my screen because I can do that now. Okay. Yes. Um, so yeah, so th these are the Power Jam Energy Healing Packages. <laughs> so package A, basically, uh, I'll let you talk about it. Go ahead. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I'm not yeah, sure if you so, can see my screen because you're on the phone, but. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. So um, the Power Jam session, uh, these are super powerful. And uh, that's the reason I named them Power Jams because they're short and sweet, but they're very powerful. And we go into what, so my challenge to you when, when you come to these sessions is have a specific intention of what you're looking to uncover or discover or clear for yourself. Because the more um, specific we can be at the beginning, the more powerful it can be. And we will just go in and clear it out. We, I work with your guides, your angels. We go into the energetic storage spaces of your body and we, you know, we use light, we use energy, we use Reiki, we, you know, so all the tools and, and we really get in there and we get things moving and we get it cleared out. And, and I like to space these out like about a, at least a week apart, if not two weeks apart. So this package could, will last anywhere from three weeks to you know up to six weeks depending on how these sessions are spaced out because it also gives your body a chance to sort of recalibrate itself after the session and then we come in and we do it again and we uh, you know approach the next layer that you're wanting to to really um I keep hearing the word attack <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so um so that's that, those are the sessions they're super powerful and then also with package a i've included the metatron healing session which is a guided uh, meditation and this is uh, really powerful because metatron comes in and you use your intention with the power of metatron to focus in on those trouble areas and send his powerful beam of light to that area and really blast and clear out the, the light there or those stagnicities, those stuckness, the shadows, whatever it is um, to really, again, open you up so that you are better able to receive the guidance and to implement the changes. Because like we talked about before, sometimes we know what we're supposed to do, so to speak, mm -hmm. but we just can't bring ourselves to do it. And a lot of times it's because we have these stucknesses in our body that are literally keeping us stuck. And so this can be super powerful. And then the divine blueprint, blueprint upgrade is a class that I teach that really teaches you how to use your intention. Again, this is really a light work workshop to use your intention 
to tune in and figure out where you are and then really with intention, upgrade yourself. And I love this, this class because it can be so powerful. And, and again, we have to know where we are in order to know where we want to go. And mm -hmm. so a lot of this is about really um, building that practice of, of self-investigation and self-reflection. Awesome. So that's package A. So that's the three 30-minute sessions, the Divine Blueprint Upgrade Workshop and e-guide, and the Metatron Healing Session for 169 and two and three-part premium plans are available. And of course, the 24-hour special, use code TACS10 to receive, <clears throat> to receive your 10% gift from me. And then package B is the same, except instead of three 30-minute sessions, you get six 30-minute sessions. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's true. so powerful. So six sessions plus everything else for package B is three twenty four. And again, you get two and three part payment plans available at checkout. And you can also use a twenty four hour special of ten percent gift from me, TACS ten. And so I was going to ask you of these thirty minute sessions, Doctor Lara. It's not just about the body per se, or or it's because it says here. It can be career, relationship issues, health matters, et cetera, right? Yes. And the reason I, I, I left this in here in terms of the description is because I think it is, we don't talk about enough how much these other things actually affect our physical body. Yeah, because when sure. we don't feel good or feel in alignment or feel like these other areas are flowing, a lot of times we internalize that. And it ends up affecting our health and or our weight. And so that's why, like, even if we focus on uh, a career issue or a relationship issue, it can have profound effects on your physical body, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or even money issues or, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all of that. So those two packages are available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Lara 2. Um, but yeah, I, and I highly recommend, you know, staggering the sessions to at least one week, if not two weeks, so, you, so that you have time to integrate and really receive the full benefit of the healing, right? Yes, yes. Um, and in these 30-minute sessions, is it healing that you do, or is it coaching that you do, or intuitive coaching? It's a combination of both, and that's also why I called it the Power Jam session. So there's an, there's an element of sort of that meditative process that I just took us through where we will use the light and the angels and all of those energetic tools, but then I incorporate you, the client, into the session too. So there is a dialogue aspect. So mm -hmm. I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to say what's coming up for me intuitively for you, but then I'm also going to ask you questions in, in terms to help you sort of um, have a deeper understanding and by incorporating this dialogue, it really helps with those ahas mm -hmm. and, the, and the, oh, oh, and I don't have to, you know, like, I can let that go. Oh, that happens. Oh, I didn't even know I was still holding on to that, you know, yeah. because for me, when I get intuitive downloads, like, it doesn't mean much for me because it's not my story. So yeah. I say what's coming up and then I ask you. So I want to know what it means for you because that's really sort of that that key to the release and the transmutation mm -hmm. awesome so um uh tanya also said that she felt like her crown chakra opened up during that process that we were doing 
Absolutely, right? Because we were connecting to source, we were connecting to the great central sun, so as as well as Mother Earth. So of course, that's going to help to open up all your chakras, right? Yes, and you know, a lot of times people that are suffering from chronic headaches or you know, maybe even hearing or eyesight problems, a lot of that is stuck energy in the crown and in the third eye area. So a lot of this is about opening up and clearing the chakras. Even when you think they're clear and like, oh, you're like, oh, I'm fine. You'll be surprised to, to rediscover what's been sort of stored in there that is mm -hmm. contributing to your reality at this moment. <laughs> yeah, totally makes sense. <coughs> Sorry. So I was just going to ask you really quickly. So like intuitively, what do you get for me? For, I mean, I mean, I didn't even have to ask. I already know. I know what what why I'm holding on to the weight. You know, what I mean, the past couple of years has been a challenge. Right. So it's like, of course, I was holding on to the weight because I, I you know, I, I needed some sort of uh, some mechanism to, you know, feel safe and secure and also to help with the stress, you know, so. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think I'm still under a lot of stress, you know, so it's like it's a constant thing, even though the doctor said you are oh, everything is fine. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. So but I but I was gonna ask you, so like intuitively, what what would you suggest that I change or do, especially when food stuff is not my forte at all? You know, it's like, ugh, there's so so much resistance. Like, why do I even have to eat? Why can't I just drink why can't i just get the nutrients from the air what, like why <laughs> yes yeah, so i'm definitely hearing that that's that's your energetic self that is sort of resisting being in in your physical body ah uh, yes for sure <laughs> yes and, and and a lot of us have this you know we're like oh you, like you just said why <laughs> but remember that again we chose to come into these bodies in this life at this time and there's so much to enjoy. So what I'm hearing for you is one of the things, and this just happens to be your assignment at this moment, is I challenge you to go out there and find something about food that intrigues you, that sort of is gonna draw you in mm -hmm. and start to play with that and explore it. So whether is it a certain style of cooking or a style of food, Maybe it's a new type of food that you've never really tried before. Or, um, I, yeah, I'm hearing, like, for you to try, like, different nationalities of food, like, so that, like, you actually, like, uh, re I'm hearing reignite the relationship with your taste buds of, of all, you know, so, like, our tongue has these different areas of taste in them. And mm -hmm. especially when we when we indulge in the sweets, it can, it can desensitize other areas. So if, okay. um, yeah, so maybe I'm actually hearing, I'm like seeing the, the map of the tongue and maybe like navigating around that map of the tongue in with foods that are new, but fun and adventurous. Okay. So that brings, take a yeah, look at that. So, yeah, so again, like incorporate adventure. This is a great message for everyone out there too. Like incorporate more adventure into your eating to make it fun so it's not a chore. And yeah. I'm also hearing when you said, why can't I just drink? You also can do a juice cleanse. Mm -hmm. Like our friends that we spoke with before. Mm -hmm. 
I'm hearing that that could also be really fun for you because then you'll get to play with fruits and vegetables and, you know, making different colors and different combinations. And it'll, you know, like be a fun, creative thing that you can do. And you don't necessarily have to eat. <laughs> you exactly. can just drink your nutrition. That's okay, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, I I can definitely do that. Yes, for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and it's so it's just so funny, right? It's like we have these little things, these little quirks about ourselves, and we don't we 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 don't always go deep enough to look at what it is. You know, it's just like it's just you know. But yes, it's it's um, I've gotten better at being physically present in my body, but for a longest time, I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to. You know, I did not want to be here at all in the in this body. So. There's maybe still some little residues. <laughs> yeah, so I'm hearing, so this is um, something else that I'm feeling a big pull to bring forward, and it came through in the meditation too, is breath work and mm -hmm. easy, gentle movement. And because, again, as humans, if we're not breathing, then we're dead. So yeah. we have to breathe, and the breath is detoxifying. It helps balance our pH. We can actually have full detox reactions just with doing breath work and you don't even have to you can sit in a chair and breathe you can walk down the street and breathe you know so um that's a huge thing that i'm hearing is really important for all of us to do more of more mm -hmm. intention intentionally and then um just really gentle movement and stretching and yoga you brought up flexibility earlier but yeah. that because that helps us it helps bring us into our body and helps awaken areas of our body that we don't normally feel or or move around. Um, so it's it's really good practice both yeah. spiritually and physically. Awesome, thank you. So see, that was so helpful. I just thought I'd ask the question since nobody yeah. was asking anything. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna ask a question. It's like, okay, <laughs> totally wasn't expecting any of that. So it's like bonus. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, all right, so I'm just checking in to see how we're doing on time. Oh, did we talk about the light body healing method? Uh, so I took I took us through it. That yeah. was our impromptu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but the essentials is connect to the light, call in your higher self, your guides, your team, and then you know, and really open yourself up to how the energy wants to move through you, but also where it wants to go. Because especially we all know if we have a daily meditation practice, you know, it's most days are not the same, <laughs> even yeah, if we do sure. the same practice. And that's a good thing and that, because that's our guides and angels giving us messages and guidance. And so allow that to open up and show you and bring more attention and awareness to maybe what your body needs more of one day from the next. Mm -hmm. And then Absolutely. also, yeah, yeah. So it's just, merging the energetic with the physical yeah awesome tanya you have a question you want to unmute yourself hi i don't do you hear me hello yeah mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. hello everyone uh i uh, i think i read somewhere somewhere that um, some like for example i'm gemini yes and said some signs because they're like more emotional they um they need more sugar so like some people naturally eat more sugar and it's okay for them. And for some people, it's too bad. I, I try to not eat like sugar, sugar, but uh, I, I think that dark chocolate, like organic, uh, very dark chocolate is okay. Mm -hmm. But 
I like I've been uh, working with a dietitian last year, and for three months I had to stay without uh, fruit, and that was the worst thing for me because I can stay without meat, I can stay without anything, but I cannot stay without fruit. It is my like natural food. Like I I eat fruit every day a lot. So what do you think about like diet is one thing, but I think that some people eat different foods and be, because I also believe in a different blood type, a different diet on blood type. Mm -hmm. So what do you think is kind of, what is, is it good? Because some people say that some people are fruitarians, you know, they only eat fruit. Yes. But so, it is sugar. So. <laughs> yes. Well, so here's the thing about fruit and you know, um, fruit is from nature and it has, it's more than just sugar, especially when we're eating the whole fruit. And so um, there are certain protocols out there where we want to eliminate as much sugar as possible. So like if we're dealing with a candida overgrowth mm -hmm. in our gut, then we want, because that candida feeds off that sugar. And so I could see where if you're approaching something like that, then for like a period of three months, maybe even six, like very short term. And I know it's hard. I'm right there with you. I'm one of those people too, that like I can do without a lot of things, but I love my fruit. Um, so, but there are low sugar fruits. So like raspberries are considered mm. to be a low sugar fruit, blueberries also. Um, and then there's other things like avocado that are, that are really rich in that really good, healthy fat. And so if when we combine these things and dark chocolate is considered a superfood, if it's you know, because it is high in antioxidants, which is also actually good for us. So there is a balance, but it's about, again, like the approach and what your end goal is. So I would say in general, I would never recommend anyone eliminate fruit forever. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> but I could see where it might have a place with a very specific goal in mind in a, in a short-term treatment um, yeah. regimen. <laughs> so does that help a little bit? Yeah, I think, yeah, yes, I, uh, that was the uh, candida diet, sure, you, you are absolutely right, um, and also, um, a lot of, I had also, like, brain fog, and low energy, and I didn't sleep well, so that's why she assumed that I have candida, and, mm. uh, but it was very hard to stay without any fruit, even apple, you know, they always say apple a day keeps the doctor away, I couldn't eat even apples, I mean, I couldn't eat yeah. anything, I don't know even I how I could survive for three months without fruit, but I did. You did, but you then, did it. Yay. Yeah, I didn't go in, into further because the summer started and I thought, no, the, you know, June, June, July, <laughs> I, could, I couldn't have gone on a more like longer diet. I said, enough, that's enough for me. Yeah, and it's hard to, again, just when we approach anything from the aspect of, of, um, of prohibition, you know, like you're not allowed to have any of whatever it is. And so there are, especially if you're on a candida protocol, there are certain fruits that are worse than others. So like bananas are some of the highest concentrated fruit oh. or sugar fruits out there. So I would say, you know, if you're working through candida, stay away from that. 
stay away from mm-hmm. melons. Those are, you know, stay away from citrus. Uh, you know, all of those are very concentrated with sugar. They're oh. really good and they can be even healthy for us at times. But in order to get that candida, you know, under control and out mm-hmm. of your system, we, unfortunately, the easiest way to do it is to starve it out. And that's what you're doing. So maybe also too, if we shift that perspective of we're starving out the candida because we're keeping it from its favorite food then, you know, we can also <laughs> think about. <laughs> but Thank I would you. ask her, yeah, if you've been on the protocol for a while now, I'd ask her if it's okay to start adding back in, maybe like a little blueberries, a little raspberries, you know, some really high quality dark chocolate, just a, a few little things in order to help your, your system start to feel balanced again. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Good. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you, Tanya. Um, so there was a question from Dave Gee, and she says, I've been having issues with my digestive system for many years. What can I do to heal this issue? Ooh, there's a lot. So I would start honestly with a anti-inflammatory so most of the time especially with long-term gut issues and I can say this because I've, I've been where you are is that the damage has become so great that we've actually caused what we call leaky gut and so there's this permeability that's happening like whenever we eat something it's not just staying in our gut it's leaking into our bloodstream and causing inflammation elsewhere too So the first step is to close those tight, we call them tight junctions, so that the food stays where it's supposed to, which is inside the gut. And so to do that, we do nourishing things like uh, bone broth. We do intermittent fasting in order to give our gut a rest. So um, I know in, in sometimes they recommend like eating three, every three to five hours to, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm not a big fan of that style of eating (laughs) for most people. And especially when we're approaching gut health healing, intermittent fasting actually gives our gut a rest, which is really healing for it. And so if you can try that, start with like a 12 hour fast. So go to bed, use your sleep to help you get through those 12 hours. And then if you can like, you know, let's say you're sleeping eight hours a day, ideally, so give yourself four hours and, and, you know, if you can not eat breakfast four hours after you've been awake, that's 12. And then over time, your body will get more and more used to it. And you can work your way up to like a 16 hour fasting window and an eight hour eating window. If you're a person that has to have breakfast, I totally get it. My husband is that type of person, even though I'm not. So sometimes he can go without dinner if he is wanting to um, increase his fasting window. So you can put it on either end of your day. It doesn't matter. It's totally up to you, whatever feels best. But um, yeah, so intermittent fasting, anti-inflammatory eating, and really trying to stay away. What what does that mean, anti-inflammatory eating? So try to avoid soy, eggs, gluten, dairy. I always forget the fifth one. Corn, that's always the one I forget. (laughs) So those are considered to be the most inflammatory foods. And again, give yourself a period of at least six weeks without these to give yourself time 
to, for the inflammation to dampen down and the healing to start and just see how you feel after that, you know, six week period. And at that time, if you feel better, then you can start reintroducing foods and you introduce them one at a time, you see what your body reacts to, and that's how you determine what is okay for your body and what's inflaming your body. And this is a very inexpensive way to, instead of doing all food testing, and like I, we talked about before, spending a boatload of money on testing, you can do this little elimination period with these inflammatory aspects and to see just, you know, what does your body tolerate and what it doesn't. And then mm-hmm. once you know, then you can make the choice. Okay, is this something that I feel like I have to have in order to live a balanced life? Or is this something that I don't really feel attached to anymore and I can release it and I don't need it in my life anymore? So that's sort of a places to start. I hope that's helpful. And, you know, and one thing that we all have to remember too, because, you know, we, we do talk a lot about healing, energy healing on these shows. But when it comes to the physical body, yes, you can do energy healing, but you also have to treat it physically as well. It is the physical body. You have to make changes physically. You can't just rely on energy healing to do the, all the work. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you, it doesn't work that way. You know, so you it's have to incorporate both the physical and the um, energetic. Yeah. I think anyway, we're totally wrong, but that's what works for me. <laughs> yep. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, and so Dave, can you go back and make sure you watch or listen to this again because there were a few, you know, different suggestions for you. So in case you need to make notes, etc., you know, please, please do that. Okay. And of course, you can also, you know, book the sessions with Dr. Lara. You know, like the three sessions with her plus the, the downloads to really help you move forward. You know, with even more suggestions, more healing, more information, etc. You know, so I, I really think, you know, I mean, three 30 minute sessions, I would not offer that myself for 169. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, but you know. Yeah. Well, I felt very compelled. I was like, what is going to help people the most right now? And, and just really get people jump started in the right direction. And so yeah. that's, that's why that's why I decided to offer. Yeah. No, I, I think it's great. It's, it is, it's going to be really helpful. And it's not just about physical issues. It can be any, any type of issues, but everything does affect the physical body. You have to remember that we are living in the physical body. This is our vessel. This is our vehicle. This is our partner in this lifetime. Yes, I said it out loud. I know sometimes I don't always, you know, acknowledge it, but it is. And um, we need to work with it together to create the life that we want because we cannot create our lives without the body. We cannot. That's right. I don't normally say cannot, but I, but this is, a, this is a truth. You cannot create the life that you desire without including the body in everything. Right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, our souls chose this and our souls chose these vessels. So each one of us is, we're in this vessel for a reason. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We chose it. We have to remember that. That's, that's very empowering when we remind ourselves that we chose it. Um, Awesome. Anything else you want to add, Dr. Lara? Anything else that we, did we miss anything that we wanted to talk about? I don't think Um, so. I just, you know, I, I think it's just all about, you know, love and yes, 
gluten-free good. <laughs> but, 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 you know, but you mentioned five things, not just yeah. gluten. You mentioned four other things too. Yes. Yeah. So I would encourage, I would encourage that person to, now that you've been on gluten-free for a while now, um, like for me, when I went through this journey, I was surprised to find out that dairy was, as was a big trigger for me. And, um, I've actually discovered later on that it was actually a true allergy for me. And as much as that saddens me because I love my dairy, I just can't do it. <laughs> and eventually yeah. what happens is you start to feel so good that you really do lose your attachment to these things that you thought you could never live without. Once you have, you know, you live a certain, and that's why I call these lifestyle choices. I don't like to use the word diet yeah. um, because it, it is about building a relationship with with a supportive food system instead of a destructive one. And, you know, I just have to share really quickly about dairy, you know, like, so my parents, you know, we're from India, right? And so in India, butter, milk, cheese, they're all considered very important and very healthy and very, you know, like really good for you. So you have to have, you have to eat them all the time. And so when we tell my mom that we don't drink milk, I mean, I have it in my tea and that's it. We don't drink milk. Um, I eat some cheese, but I know it bothers me, right? And they just, they don't get it. They're like, how can you not drink milk? It's like, we have like one glass every day before I go to bed, you know? And it's like, and we eat cheese every day because she makes, I mean, not, not cheese, uh, yogurt every day because she makes it fresh, you know? And she, and which is great, you know? But they can't understand that the milk that they used to drink in India was different than the right. milk that we're drinking here. But they still think of it as, you know, that's what they were raised on. Butter, milk, cheese, right? And yogurt. And they know that that's what they need, you know? So it's like, so they can't change it because it's so deeply ingrained in their uh, minds and habits and culturally, right? Mm -hmm. And generationally that they they think we're crazy, you know? <laughs> so yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I totally get that. There is an aspect of raw dairy if you're able to um, get your hands on some raw dairy. However, yeah, they're not. They're yeah, not. Most, I mean, you know, you really have to seek it out. Yeah. And in some places in the U.S., it's actually illegal, unfortunately. <laughs> so crazy, we won't go into that. But, yeah. um, but I would say for anyone that's going through a healing protocol and trying to uncover what is you know, um, triggering your system, just do yourself a favor and eliminate it for this short period of time, about six weeks, and then you can reintroduce and see what happens and yeah. then go from there. Yeah. And, and, uh, eliminate one item at a time, not, not everything at once, because then you won't know. Yeah. Right. Well, so we like to say eliminate it all if you can all at once, but then reintroduce it okay. one at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Wow. That would be a lot. Dairy plus, you know, grains plus corn plus, I forget all the other stuff you said. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what, what I, am I going to eat? You know, it's like, let me just make it, let's get real here for a minute. So I did this myself uh, years ago now, like eight years ago now. And I started with one thing. So I started with gluten and then I moved on to dairy. And then I moved on to corn. Like for me, soy is not a big deal, but for some mm -hmm. people, soy is a cultural staple. So, you know, it just would start with whatever is most approachable 
and move forward from there, knowing that all, all along the way, you're learning something about yourself and you're doing something that's good for you and yeah. celebrate that. So don't be too hard on yourself. Don't be too stringent. This is not an orthodox religious practice. <laughs> it's just food. Exactly. Yeah, it's <laughs> and just we're just food. trying to do the best that we can. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, that's beautiful. And you have so much. I like the hair test. What is the hair test? Oh gosh, I have to do the hair test. What is the? <laughs> I don't know the hair. Let's see. Let's. Uh... I don't know what that is. I don't know what the hair test is. I know that you, hair test for drugs. You send there, there are laboratories. You send a little bit of your hair. Oh. And then we'll we'll tell you exactly what you should eat and what you shouldn't eat. And not only allergies, but also intolerance. Because if we oh. eat something too much of something, mm -hmm. we can build up intolerance and it doesn't come out like allergies like uh, immediately, but it will be bothering your body and your um, Tommy, um, got. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I did it. I did it once, and it's not so expensive. It is Chinese kind of uh, Chinese. Uh, I think the, the Chinese shops can do it, oh. and uh, it was very, very like detailed. I mean, everything and even chemicals. So that that one, I always I want to do again and see what what now what I'm intolerant. There you <laughs> oh, go. Okay. Yeah, I, I offer one through my practice, um, that's a, but it's a blood test, so similar, but yeah, it, I'll have to look into the hair one, I'm curious. Yeah, awesome, thank you, Tanya. <laughs> I don't think we have any Chinese doctors here in uh, where I live, <laughs> so I won't be getting that anytime soon, but uh, but yes, the Chinese medicine, of course, is, you know, they're, the Chinese doctors can, are very, they're very knowledgeable, for sure, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so awesome, thank you. All right. Anything else, Dr. Lara? I think that's it. We covered a lot of bases today. <laughs> we did. Oh, my goodness. You have so much wisdom. I mean, you're a wealth of wisdom when it comes to the body and the gut and the weight and all that wonderful stuff. So um, I really enjoyed this conversation because I definitely need to change some of my habits and my, and my lifestyle. But I find it's easier to like eat fruits and vegetables, I find for myself in the summertime. And it's not so it's not as easy in the winter. I don't, you know, it's like, it's like the, they just don't appeal to me. Like the fruits and vegetables don't appeal to me. It's like, they have no taste, you know? So, yeah. So there is a whole approach called seasonal eating. And because the, I mean, like the seasonal things are different. I mean, I, I guess obviously based on the season, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but like in the fall and the winter, you know, the root vegetables or, mm -hmm. you know, um, what do you what do you call it like the squash and the pumpkins and and so also too and and this is sort of why I when we talked about earlier when I said make an adventure and a discovery is mm -hmm. because the seasonings are also different right and so like in the in the fall and winter there's like more um like earthy things so like cumin and um curry and warming things so ginger and mm -hmm. turmeric and you know, all of the good things. And these are actually very earthing and grounding. So it yeah. can evolve into a very seasonal approach. And you can even do this with different um, detox approaches too. Um, offering, like I offer seasonal detoxes and it's with foods that are in season. Okay, wow. 
See, this is a whole other adventure for me. This yeah. is the one area where I avoid, <laughs> avoid with a passion. If I can avoid it, I will avoid it with a passion. This is, this yeah. is it. You know, Maybe I'm really good about other stuff, but seasonal. food. <laughs> yeah, but, and yeah, but I will definitely look into the, the juice cleanse, the breath work for sure, and the easy gentle movement. And because, um, yeah, that's important for me. And, but, and, and just, you know, cutting back on the sugar. I can say cutting back easily. I can say cutting back and I can say, I will substitute, like when some of the stuff is finished, I'm not gonna buy anymore. <laughs> so it's like, right. I just won't buy it. Yeah. Yeah, I like to also suggest that people have their go-to. So like they, they pick like a go-to substitution. So if like that's an orange or an apple or a, a, yeah. a blueberry something, so that when you have that craving, then you already have your resource readily available and you're not tempted with the other things yeah 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 because the other day when we went to the grocery store that one the one thing that i've been eating re recently that i really like a lot they didn't have it and i'm like oh my god they don't have it they're all out so which is a kind of a good thing right so um yeah so i was like all right maybe i don't <laughs> need to buy anymore <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thank you. And of course, like you said, we can ask our guides, our team, our higher self as well for information, for insight, for, you know, just to help us to get greater clarity on, you know, what is best for us, right? So what kind of juice cleanse would be best for me kind of thing? And, you know, just asking questions and asking the body at the same time, body, would this, you know, do you want this? You know, like, would this be healthy for you kind of thing? So communication, right? With your higher self and guys and your body. Yes. So remember the, the simple, but very powerful tool of muscle testing. Mm -hmm. And so um, maybe something too is to make a list of all of, so um, I'm sure there's places where you can download. Um, like I know I used to offer on my blog, seasonal shopping lists. So you can like download those and then just go through a muscle test and ask like, is this for my highest and greatest good? Is, or like, will this nourish my body? Like whatever, whatever the question is, you know, yeah. yes or no, and go through the list and see what you get a yes and see what you get a no. Yeah. And, I'm not going to ask, know. oh, will this be yummy for my body? Because the answer for some stuff <laughs> is going to be yes, but is it, is it really good for me? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if you start with like a list of, you know, of the vegetables and, and the, you know, or even yeah. like seasoning, Ooh, should I uh, experiment with this seasoning? Yeah. Good idea. Cool. I will, I will take a look at that. Wow. Great, great insight. Thank you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Can we use a pendulum to ask? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Pendulum muscle testing for sure. And you know, your body is also a pendulum, right? Mm-hmm. So definitely, and you know, you can, you know, write it out or you can just ask, you know, it's like sometimes when we're in the store, we don't necessarily want to do the sway test with our body. <laughs> we might not want to do the pendulum either, right? So we're yeah. going to ask those types of things at home before we go to the grocery store. And then when we're at the grocery store, we're only going to buy what we have decided beforehand. No impulse buying just because I happen yeah. to see, oh, they have it now. It's like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I think something else that we can um, often do to help train our intuition is just ask, like, show me what a yes feels like. And just, you know, allow that feeling to move through you and then say, ooh, show me what a no feels like. And then, so then you get used to it. So when you're out in public, if you don't want to, you know, people to give you the funny side glances. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it'll be easy. Then, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Thank you. Great question, Devki. Thank you. All right. I think this is also going to be um, going bye bye. My husband is like saying Coke because I still like Coke, but it's the sugar, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the sugar. And he's like, no more Coke. He's like, you know what? I, I will say when the answer is no. <laughs> I will choose. Yes. You have to come to the readiness and the willingness on your own. It's, it's sugar say, is an addiction. Yeah. You know? And especially in the, so, the, the form of sodas because it's in liquid form. So it's a straight shot to our liver and pancreas. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My poor body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't think of that. But yeah. Awesome. Thank you for that. Okay. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> we will not be buying any more Coke. So that's it. <laughs> See, it can be that simple. Like once I get that awareness or that insight or that wisdom, then it's like, okay, that is not healthy for my pancreas and my liver and the rest of my body. So I was like, okay, fine. Because when somebody just says it's not good for you, well, what does that mean? You know, it's like, it's, right. but when you say that it's definitely going to, you know, cola destroys calcium in your teeth. Yeah, I think I've heard that. Yeah, but I don't drink a lot. I have one small glass. But yeah, but you're, you're probably right. Um, yeah. Okay, it's not about me and all my bad habits. <laughs> No, but sometimes I need I need stuff to keep myself yeah. awake on the calls, not just awake, but like um, my uh, throat's been going lately, right? So I've been drinking tea. And so I think, okay, well, I'll just switch to Coke, see if that helps. And that's been helping me keep my voice on the call. So that's why that, well, that's my excuse and I'm sticking to it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason for everything. All right. Anyways, um, yeah, this was a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much. And thank you for the questions, everyone. And we learned so much about our body, about our health, about our weight, about, you know, different uh, ways of, you know, changing our lifestyle, you know, um, that can be helpful for us as well as talking to our body, talking with our higher self and our guides. And that process we did for the um, set point, the weight set point, that was awesome. I loved it. I got wonderful information and wonderful wisdom. So thank you for that. And just working with our light team is, uh, is also going to help as well. But, you know, like I said, energy healing is great. But when it comes to the physical body, sometimes you still need to, you know, implement physical changes as well. Yeah. You got to do both, right? So yeah. thank you. And of course, the packages with uh, Dr. Lara are available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Lara too. I would highly recommend because these prices are like, amazing for what you're getting three personal sessions three 30 minute personal sessions in package a plus the uh, other the downloadable items and six personal sessions in package b so i would definitely get those before those prices go up <laughs> right yeah yeah awesome awesome thank you so much and thank you for taking the time out of your day because i know you're busy and you know had to work and whatever so it's like thank you thank you thank you because i didn't want to really want to reschedule because this was awesome i loved it so thank you <laughs> no thank you i appreciate you guys being with me in my car here today thank you <laughs> awesome thank you so much everyone until next time may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy peace love happiness prosper prosperity and radiant health sending you all much love and blessings always bye for now <laughs>